Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Bull and Hawk Sports Show. And tonight we are going to get into the ninth, actually, ironically, it's March 9th as we start this. Oh, before we go, I'm CJ Hawk, and this is DJ Benny the Bull. He meant to say, start, as uh, we'll get into news on, you know, the Bulls, such as a certain player getting to start for the very first time for an upcoming game and uh, the most recent, as promised, recent Bulls games uh, will reveal uh, the scores and the yeah, uh, the um, Nets game, the highlights run down the games and as well as Chicago Wolves versus the Rockford Ice Hogs. And we will continue off throughout the program uh you know covering that as well as uh in the second half we'll get into golf specific specifically men's golf yes the arnold palmer Palmer invitational strictly men so um yeah so the the classic uh arnold palmer cup as they call it he's the invitational invitational as well as the um you know the She Believes Cup, uh, the tournament that is going on um, yeah. for women's soccer. Yes, it's officially known as the Invitational. Yep. As Ar- Arnold Palmer um, and PGA are connected through uh, this annual tour, which happens in at the Bay Hill Golf Course, which is in... I believe that's in Wisconsin. Orlando? Oh, Orlando, I guess. Orlando, Florida. Yeah, it's Orlando. And it I thought it was Wisconsin, but no. on the 6th. So uh, we'll possibly get some insight from a certain uh, special guest. Or, oh, or, my. Or, yeah. My mom. Miss Sugg. She's the golf expert. Yeah. Uh, overall. Although she... Does she also... Did she ever say she would watch... Oh, I mean, you would know the best uh, uh, ladies LPGA or well, just mainly men's or men's like at golf. all, at all men's golf, just men's strictly men's yes, golf. Yes, men's so, golf. Um, we'll say men's golf insider. So, uh, looking forward to get that, um, you know, her, her two cents back into this program on uh, those very topic, that very topic, as well as those the tournaments that are going on right now. Yeah. Because the Masters is next month, so that's yeah. a big event coming soon. So, as so far, you know, Masters coming up, and uh, Arnold Palmer going on currently, and then what happened this weekend? The celebrity uh, one that's known as the uh, what was that one? That uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, another Invitational, basically. Yeah, it's our golf Invitational. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys could definitely listen. Back to that interview with Miss Sug. Yes, that was episode. Well, the first few episodes. Four. Episode four. Four or five. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we had a string of episodes in a row of guests. Yeah. But we haven't had a guest in a while. Yeah, because we started with. I mean, the the pilot we had um, our Julia. friend Julia, and then we had um, our very official, you know, first start to the program. First interview, I guess we would count that as, you know, like 1A and 1B with uh, your sister. Yeah, um, Gymnastics Insider. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Then it was my... No, then it was uh, 
Eric, my friend Eric, and then then my mom. Yeah, then Eric is climber is your next one. Um, St. Louis, right? And no, San Jose. San Jose, my bad. Um, somehow he's a cardinal. No, I was kidding. Uh, and then your mom. You're thinking so of Red Sox. He's a Red Sox fan. Yeah, that's the thing with Boston. You're thinking of Boston. Yeah. Taco Fall and uh, <laughs> John Cena would be happy to hear that. Taco Fall. So, either of y'all, if you're listening, <laughs> that would be amazing. As uh, we are looking to get uh, more listeners in. and More uh, guests. I believe... Uh, Anyone who's currently listening will be happy to hear that interview with um, your mom because it was really well done. Very well done. And uh, one of the best ones. I believe uh, all the interviews so far um, that mainly have been anchored by you, uh, you're welcome, Anchor, uh, have (laughs) been uh, well done. Uh, Not only your guests um, have been very uh, well done. from your end, also um, very well-spoken guests as well as a very yeah, uh, insightful interview. So, we'll have to get an interview with you. Ain't doing hosting one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. And most, most likely, it'll be between our friend, um, our friends, plural, shall I say, um, our friends Addie and Martin, because uh, you know music and pro wrestling would be um, you know some of the topics that I will uh, do best at uh, in terms of, you know, getting some, you know, knowing the information Info. and the stats, you know, little things about that. So I'm excited for those whenever those uh, happen. And if you end up choosing <laughs> Justin Bieber, we'll have to call our friend Annabelle. Uh, uh, She'll yeah. be ready As to go. The, you know, the Bieber, uh, <laughs> the, the JB insider. Uh, so not only Bieber, also uh, Balvin. As well, Jay Palvin, uh, two yeah. of her favorites. Although she did tell me that her top favorite is uh, Miley Cyrus. I believe in really? terms of like female artists, at oh. the very least, puts it over Ariana Grande, which we mutually have a liking too. So, um, yeah, interesting. I guess it has to do with like you know TV, like back in the day with. Montana, like if you're a fan of that, then oh, yeah. you were you loved Miley first, and yeah. then Ari- Ariana came up with Simon Cat and um, Victorious, Victorious yeah. most famously known as. So that's my thoughts. Um, <laughs> you know how you know you could be a fan of music uh, in that certain way. So like, yeah. I mean, yeah. for example, if you want to go even way back, like Gwen Stefani, you know she's. If they come from a band, like you'll always like the artists that you know. If they continue to make music, then oh yeah, they would like be the one that you like. Like not so much like, no doubt. Although like, she was always like the front, like whoever the front person is or the the vocalist is, the front man, front woman will be um, the one that you follow. And then if someone like One Direction, for example, which looks like they'll never come back. Uh, uh, on hiatus, quote unquote, um, uh, we'll see as they are focusing, and the reason why is to focus on their single so careers. Uh, and same goes with Fifth Harmony. So, yeah. um, just I mean, that's a good thing though because you know many times again it happens because bands they leave. Yeah, it's like between like a front person, you know, like unless you're you get as big as like the Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Boys, and and uh, Sync. Um, you know, like no doubt, that is Gwen Stefani is the biggest one there. Um, like with Maroon Five, and then um, you know, 
with that like well, one direction and fifth harmony are the best examples this is one like going solo like each one like look like they're the leaders and they could have like a good um successful career some more than others you know according to right. opinions like harry and niall would you know first Easily. ones to break out to um you know be singles having Niles for singles yeah now i believe he's up there and also that you know we know for sure that he is i mean in our views like he's probably like the best guy oh, I mean, uh, not only like vocally also like as a person like we just could see like he's also a good person and that um miss uh, mentioned um your mom that yeah he's kind of like able to like mesh all like different styles and like be able to not just be like how 1d majority fans would be um you know certain demo like just girls and be able to expand and um include um be for like inclusion of many other like demos so have music for everyone which is um really good speaking of Nile, he's going to be on the late late show of james corden tonight yeah this week i think all right sometime because he's promoing his new album after Heart flicker comes heartbreak whatever Ooh, but comes out like this week i think yeah. it's this friday oh that's... so he's promoing the on the james corden so flickers one time flicker sessions uh is that's the one that you get to go to or just re- that's the one i went to yeah yeah you you and your um miss i got to go to yeah and then my mom went with Aaron, my sister to the like the chicago theater right Oh no, the one with um, the f- the Mayor fl- Morris. The Flicker Sessions was at the. Oh my bad, the, his first tour. You went to his very first tour, and then the Flicker Sessions was the most recent one, right? No, oh. it was Flicker. It was first. Flicker. It was like the Flicker Sessions, and then it was Flicker proper. Right, so you went to Flicker Sessions. Sessions. That's what Flicker Flicker proper was a different uh, one. world tour. That was one with Mayor Morris. Gavin, go. Gavin James was at Flickr Sessions. Yeah, yeah forgive me. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone's cool, it's 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 Niall. I mean, at the same time, he's just like a really cool guy. So, I mean, I'll be interested to, to get opinions from, you know, like Annabelle, our friend, yeah. uh, as well as Addie, you know, like I've, um, they're music fans, although I believe they are also 1D fans. So, you know, Probably. at least like, um, you know, when they're still around. So, like, I believe, like, you know, just to not get too sidetracked from sports, like, if you are a fan of 1D, then you'll always be a fan of at least, like, one you know, of the members. One of the members, yeah. I, I mean, or, you know, so for that matter, let's transition into to our Chicago main Bulls. genre, which is sports and basketball and the main team that we focus on. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers. No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> no. To, to quote the New Day and, the, you know, Kofi Kingston. Not the Cavaliers. Although, uh, not the Cavs. <laughs> As uh, Kevin Love, you call, uh, he's overrated. Hey. Right? Yeah, I did say that. I had to put that in. I did say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I said to you that he was, Love was the uh, fourth uh, guy. You know, you would argue that he's the third guy that was on yeah. the Cavs. Um, at the time when uh, LeBron that. was on board and he was uh, leading the charts into the you know the championships, uh, which they won. So, yep, yeah, because he almost felt like an outsider almost because he was like, I remember in like parade he was like by himself like in the background in a way like, although he was one of the guys that was like 
kind of shiny, you know, like, because he got to, like, Triple H uh, from WWE, always, uh, um, he's a COO, and so he uh, basically is right under um, Mr. Vince McMahon, so he uh, always awards, no matter what sport it is, whether it's soccer, hockey, uh, you know, if you won the World Series, the NBA Championship, um, such as with this one, like, he always gifts them the authentic replica of the WWE World Championship title. So, um, and one of three world titles with the Universal and the NXT title. Although that one has, you know, the logo and can be given um, to everyone. And then uh, Kevin Love was the one to hold it um, that one time. And he definitely showcased that and uh, was able to, like, because he's also was a big fan or is a big fan of uh, pro wrestling. So, like, he almost, like, did, like, the Stone Cold Steve Austin salute. And he was able to, like, hold the beer and uh, hold up the, the championship at the same time. And, I mean, if he had three hands, hold up the trophy. <laughs> so Or both at once. Put down your beer. Hold my beer, guys. And then hold up the trophy and the championship. So, I mean, so... I mean, I have no hard feelings against, like, Kevin Love, although, no. you know, I'm saying that, like, he's the fourth guy, and, uh, you know, which well, I saw him as. He's now a cool he's guy, the, though. Now he's the, the best player. Yeah, he's basically the captain without being named the captain. Because that goes, but not with every team. All I like, you know, the coaches will, like, designate, like, a captain, yeah. as I read in Winterco, like, because what really makes a captain, basically... There's only one team which is slipping my mind that um, actually has a captain, you know, technically. So, who? I believe it's it might be the Wizards. Oh, John Wall. It's either that or yeah, like for sure. I don't believe Bradley. Be- well, at at the time he was like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. John between uh, both John Wall because you have, could have multiple John Wall and uh, Bradley Beal. So by default, it's it's Beal. Just like by default, it is Makoka. No, I was kidding. Not Makoka, no. <laughs> trolling. It is none other than Zach Levine, who yeah. is the, um, by exactly. the captain. Well. Which means that, you know, basically, like, gets the most minutes because it's who oh, the yeah. coach trusts the most to not only, like, lead the team, also, like, with, gets the most minutes. Well, every, every team has their guy who the coach and the front office and all people trust to take the late shots in, late in the game. Like right. LeBron James, he's going to be taking the late shots for the Lakers. Yeah, and the rare rookies that get to do it, like Kobe. And then like Bulls. teams like the Atlanta Hawks, yeah. where they have Trey Young is only a second season, mm-hmm. but he's probably the guy they trust to take. The, the shots play in the game. It always feels like it's his first season because it, it feels like, like he's it. still, you know, brand so new. Young. Although, you know, as he's far as he is young, no pun intended, uh, Thaddeus Young is a veteran and it's d- definitely important. Yep. And, you know, like guys like Harden, you know, like guys who oh, are yeah. really good, although like it feels like they haven't been there for that long. Um, well, you know, guys like Westbrook, yeah. uh, you know, like I was gonna still young, although, you know, they, you know, with a new team, you know, they uh, you know, definitely have to feel, um, fill out the team and uh, definitely uh, kind of find their role, you know, in the team as Westbrook is. I mean, it's a claim. My dad did say, like, 
isn't Westbrook not as good as when he was at OKC? Um, as like Harden gets you know more minutes or like gets to um, the ball like ball hog, I guess, or uh, just kind of I don't know takes it more than uh, Westbrook would as he was you know basically captaining the but, Thunder. So I mean it's just a little different. Well, now. I mean both of them are definitely high usage players, uh, Harden and Westbrook. They both had to have the ball all the time. But the Rockets in, have been in a good way, though. <laughs> the Rockets have been pretty good this year. They've only been slide recently, struggling, but their their small ball lineup of Harden, um, Westbrook, uh, who's the other ones? Uh, uh oh, you're talking for the Rockets. Yeah. Oh, Eric Gordon probably. Gordon. Um. Yeah, no, too. Oh, well, let's go back to the Bulls. Yeah. We don't know that much Rockets. Just like with uh, OKC, uh, it's struggles after you CP3. Chris Paul. <laughs> um, Just like with Maroon 5, Adam Levine, and then who? I'll say out of a no. Who's the drummer? I don't even know. Okay, let's go back it, to the Bulls. It won't be as bad as, uh, you won't fail as miserably as they did uh, Adam Levine with the sh- Shirt off. Oh yeah, uh, and also the way he sounded at the uh, Super Bowl last year. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get that. Out there. <laughs> okay. So neither one of us got to watch the Chicago Bulls live versus or or uh, yeah live live or uh, live under on demand on <laughs> NBA TV and NBA League Pass. Who? <laughs> no, like that. Not even like on the radio too. I no. mean, you did get a chance to listen a little bit, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, we both did. Chicago Bulls versus Brooklyn Nets. Although we we make sure to always watch some highlights. Just well, for the sake I of did get to listen to the first being like able to break it down. For you I guess listen to some of it <laughs> on the way to the Wolves game, but on the um, radio. Yeah. But, um. Nope. We'll get into that. Bulls versus later. Nets. Bulls. Spoiler, did not win the game. <laughs> oh, no. They have not won in a while. And that's that, like, me, like, wanted to joke and, like, laugh because they lost. It's just, like, some reason. They always lose. It's <laughs> <laughs> become a, a running it's theme. It's kind of like a running theme. Run again. As of late, like, it's, they like, kind of scattered. Uh, like, <sighs> like we lost again, like, since uh, the last game. Well, so, like, I mean, that just makes me want to, like, we, <sighs> Won at least once last week. No, no, no. We beat Bowling. the Mavericks. Spoiling, pull your pants up. <laughs> pull your pants up. Because <laughs> we want to say yeah. again, we want to say something positive about Boyle. There's never. There's Also, none. once again, there's yesterday, eight. Sunday, March 8th, they couldn't well, pull it. There, there's no Boyle's to blame. There's nothing positive to say about the man because yet again, it was another game where the team was only <laughs> down like three points so they couldn't do it. There have been so many yeah. games this season where the team was one point, one possession away, <laughs> and then they failed. So uh, they failed again. Yeah. But some of the highlights of the game were Kobe White, 21 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. He's at the very top. He's, he's definitely taking... He's definitely been p- performing very well since Zach Levine's been hurt. Wait, am I doing uh, this correctly? So this time White wasn't the top score as he is still featured in the thumbnail for the official oh. NBA channel 
So that's goes to show like wh- who's on everyone's mind as actually Otto Porter Jr., my boy, well, with 23 points was the top scorer of the night. Well, Kobe White, Kobe White had not as many points as Porter, but he had far more better rebound and assist numbers than good. Porter. Shades of uh, Wendell Carter Jr., who actually Carter Jr. only with seven points, although, you know, still. One re- oh, free rebounds. Would you put that in the good category? <laughs> no. Still, uh, yeah, one kind of struggle. It looks like no one did well rebounding, really, except White and uh, Harrison. Yeah, although Wendell still, he was hurt. in the starting lineup uh, while still being hurt. And, uh, you know, your starters uh, rounding it out is, after Wendell, is Shaquille Harrison, Harrison, Lori Markinen, Tomas Sadaransky, and Denzel Valentine once again. And Valentine, nine points with nine points. Sadaransky, four points. Yeah. Markinen, 16. A little bit better uh, since, you know, before. A little bit better, yeah. Um, as he is fourth top square with 16 points. And then right just right above him is Thaddeus Young with 17 uh, yeah, with five sure. rebounds. Uh, you know, he's up there. Uh, and he's played Felicio was sent to the D League, so. No, actually, it's, yeah, it's, maybe. it's like a one-day thing. He mistakenly is he on a like two-way said, contract? Uh, G-, G League to D League for one day. Oh, just, just, just for him. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Uh, yeah, Felicio, we miss you. Come back. Come back. Please. But we need but your, your skills. I want to gripe on this. Because here, um, Laurie Markadon. Shaq Harrison. He's, no, Shaq Harrison was fine. He was fine. Uh, you know, I mean, six points is not great, but yeah, he's been his defensive up, ability is good. Well, the last few games, he's been good on offense with yeah. um, you know putting up so many buckets. And I've been impressed with Harrison's defense. It's almost like lately. you know, marking in Harrison, like there's no not as much pieces to put like for well, forward. So like, you yeah, know, it's almost like no choice. Although Harrison's just been like Porter. doing just just fine under the you know that role, you know, so to speak. So grabbing that proverbial brass ring, you know, as many, many like to you know refer to, if you wanna, um, you're looked at as like someone that's less than, you know, like someone that, like Harrison, he's hardly before he never really got to start, right? And now like we're seeing him like grow, basically, just in the same way like Kobe White has uh-huh. just been doing, like what? not better than fine, you know, he's been you know, shutting out everyone and proving why he should be a starter as we'll get into that well, uh, if, after this game. Basically, if health, there was no health issues, the, I think the best lineup for this team would definitely have to be um, Kobe White, point guard, Zach Levine, shooting guard, um, Otto Porter at small, Lori Markin at daughter forward, and then um, Carter at center. Because mm-hmm. he's the man in the middle. But very versatile. Stuff. The thing about Lori Markinen that's annoying yeah. is that he's over seven feet tall, and he can only grab two pitifully pitiful rebounds. Mm. But that can't. It's not all his fault because Boylan always has him at the three point line, like every all the time. It's like the man's seven feet. Why is Real he at man. the three point line like every play? Let 
And also his three point like what's in front of you, man. And I don't know marking his three point percentage, ignorant. but I don't think it's very good. So I don't know why he's always at the three point line. Very ignorant. Borland needs to o- talent, open his eyes. And his talent, his talent in front of you, man. Like, he's talented. So, yeah. You know this whole team basically. You he's know, talented. like they're taking like rookies such as oh. Gafford, such oh. as such as White. You know, they there's a reason why and Makoka too, man. Let's not Koka, forget yeah. um, our boy Makoka. Like deserves, you know, mentions and uh, you know them three. The cornet and well, cornet he's, he's too. Veteran, but yeah, still. Uh, still like you know these young guys. You know, you throw in where it's like young guys and rookies. Old guys. <laughs> um, like you know, they can be an important part of the team, and you should definitely um, be able to put them into you know some uh, take risks. You know, like put them into like some bigger roles. You know, so to speak. So Boylan's just gotta for another time pull his pants up and we're being serious about that like, <laughs> yeah we're not joking we, yeah. we mean like he needs to get together yeah i mean like he's investing <laughs> yes he's investing in kobe white um which we'll get into more in the next after this game so um you know he's oh, he's doing the, like a few things right although you know for the most part you know not enough to get the w as we always hope for so that's why we you know, we get serious because we do want the yeah. Bulls to do well and not just be like someone yeah. off the street or one of our friends is just like shutting out the Bulls. Is just like, oh, no, they're bad. They're horrible. No playoffs. So, I mean, at the very least, if they could make the playoffs, then like, yeah, we'll be very happy. Although, like, there's ones that just like kind of given up or just straight out like probably once was a Bulls fan and just completely given up and converted this route for converted to the Lakers, you know, the Lakers cuz you know, they've always secretly or just or publicly rather just been a LeBron fan like so wherever he goes they love LeBron and will cheer for him cuz he's basically you know their idol their idol as the best player you know although i mean you can root against that i mean like how i do not a fan of LeBron i can i respect them uh, cuz what he does although um inside and outside although with I want to challenge uh, LeBron fans because you know you have you have other options. You can also choose. You I know, guess you have like to, Harden. You know, I you guess you have to challenge me because I'm yeah. a LeBron fan. But that's okay. You, yeah, and you could argue Westbrook. You know, for a certain time, um, you can argue. You know, you, there's your Kobe's, your D Wade's. Yeah. Although with current players, you know, you can argue those two. And the biggest one, biggest threat to him, you know, Giannis. Don't forget him. You know, because yeah. Yes. Definitely. And they the Bucks clinched the Western I mean the Eastern yep. conference uh final. So like they definitely are going into the playoffs as the number one seed. See I almost Most said, likely. Yeah. Yes. And I almost said Western because okay. say just by virtue saying LeBron kind of kinda of pulled me into the West and no I'm not gonna convert. Okay. I refuse to, which is well, the reason why we be, will continue covering the Bulls. Before we end this first segment, I want to talk a little bit about some bright spots for the not to rant Brooklyn Nets. My bad, because yes. <laughs> that's the team we played. So we want to give them credit. Um, yeah, let's definitely. see. So Spencer Dinwiddie had a great game. I like him; he's a good player. Twenty-four points. Joe Harris, who is a former three-point contest winner, a forward. He. Won the contest, not this year, but last year. He had 23 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karis LeVert, 23 points. Levert, and I like Karis LeVert. I was talking to DJ Benny Bull 
off air, the Karis Levert was one of my favorites to use in NBA 2K because he has a very so smooth, smooth free point uh, delivery, especially. And good on release. Yep, good release. Three words for you. And DeAndre Jordan, former Clippers star, mm-hmm. eleven Along points. With, uh, uh, our boy CP3, fifteen rebounds at the time. Uh, Wilson Chandler, six points. Not to be confused with former Bull Tyson Chandler. Yeah, different. Neither here nor there. Uh, with six points, and all five that you just mentioned started for the Nets. Correct. And, and you had a look, as uh, you know, off air. We were kind of. Um, Discussing uh, how the look of uh, the Barclays Center oh, court yeah. uh, for the looks for Brooklyn look kind of weird. Although, like, it's basically like a tribute to their uh, subway. subway. Yeah. Um, whatever was it, the and... Metro or uh, that Brooklyn, uh, at least uh, Brooklyn calls it. And see. So. Jared Allen had 11. I like Jared Allen's hair. He has cool hair. Yeah. And what style does he have? Uh, a guy. Like that. Oh, yeah. And it's he also cool. wears the NBA headband. Yeah. Like the ball, he wears the headband. Like, yeah. Cool. And, and he has a really good smile, too. Very correct. Kind of and like also, Jordan Peele. I want to give <laughs> a shout out <laughs> to <laughs> Timotau Luau Cabarot from France. Expertly said. 1.2 assists, 2 rebounds, but he's a badass name. So we're going to give him a shout out. Definitely. Let's, let's, He's let's, from France, let's too. Let's say so. them all. Yeah. He's from France. So. Ooh, fellow French. Well, I'm not French, and, but... Uh, fellow Frenchman t- and Makoka. Uh, Makoka. And Chris Kuza, four points, and Theo Pinson, zero. I believe that's how it's said. I don't know. Although, so I haven't heard probably of Probably the West... Another West Coaster uh, I don't know, team is on your mind. Kyle Kuzma is probably yeah. clouding your mind as yep. Chris Kioza. Yeah, as I was saying with uh, Kuzma, it's probably on your mind. Although, uh, let's go back to that quick sec. Yeah, Chris Kiosa with four points. And did you have more to say about him? Oh, I don't know anything about Chris Kiosa, so I'm at a loss. So he has little time, <laughs> little time for Kiosa. Kiosa had little time for this game. And then with 12 minutes. Finally, Fio. <laughs> Pinson, two minutes, but he got one rebound, yeah. and that was almost that was half as many as Lori Markin it. So Leo <laughs> oh, Pinson oh almost got as many, and he only yeah. played two minutes. Yeah, so so he did pretty good yeah. for two minutes. Right. He made the stat sheet. Yep, definitely. That's all I can ask. That would have been sad if he played two minutes at zero zero zero. Yeah, and again, this was at the Barclays Center. Yep. So Brooklyn. I mean. It's one of those that look looks kind of weird. I, I would say, yeah. like, the Boston Celtics, uh, you know, it's a little bit, like, off. I feel like the, a lot of green, it's, like, very distracting, you know? Just like how red is, you know, the, ironically, the complementary color to green is meant to be the reason why it's, like, at stoplights and whatnot or stop signs are red or, like, even McDonald's. It signals your mind of, like, something that's, like, coming up or, like, just gets you like anxious it gets you like to the kind of like alert wake up you know so i mean colors have this, something to do with it so I, I was saying that they make it look like a high school gym just because it's brown like you know like wooden 
um, color mostly. Although, speaking of uh, from earlier Cavs news on Cavs Star. big man Tristan Thompson is being ruled out of For the tomorrow's game, game against the Bulls with an eye injury. Yep, don't know the this specifics re- of it. This is reported by Kelsey Russo of the Athletic. And noting Darius Garland, groin strain, Kevin Porter Jr., Dante Exum will also not play. Mm, missing some uh, pieces. Thompson has been hurt with quad injury. And Dante Exum with an ankle sprain. The Australian, yeah. And uh, Porter Jr. with a concussion, which is a very, uh, you know, a and serious, Thompson serious, one of the serious uh, injuries you can have. Is a double, double so threat. to mess around with. <laughs> Uh, not to be confused with Clay Thompson, as he's been no. out too on the Warriors. See, yeah. pulling it back to the West Coast. <laughs> um, and this was made courtesy of Bleacher Report by Scott Polisic once again. Yep. So that is your uh, Cavs news. News for uh, connected with the Bulls. Yes, because the Bulls are playing the Cavs tomorrow at the Night Center. You see, come back home tomorrow at seven PM Central Time. Game on NBC Sports Chicago and Fox Sports Ohio. That's what it says. It's and where this one? Oh, Kobe. Oh, um, and Bulls rookie Kobe White is going to make his first career start versus Cleveland Cavaliers. As promised, you heard that correctly. Our boy Kobe, Kobe Sub Zero White. White will be officially starting. Unless, you know, a freak. You know, Jim Boylan expl- has a problem. It's either Boylan or, you know, like, <laughs> you know, he aggravates the back injury. Let's not talk like that. Let's knock on one and not talk like that. As we are happy to announce once again yeah. that Sub-Zero first White start. will make his first career start for the Chicago Bulls. And overall, for his NBA career. I think he just started like 30 games ago, but oh well. Right. And uh, thanks to uh, NBC Sports for providing this yeah, it's uh, Sports Chicago, yeah. this headline and this uh, in this article. As it, did you want to get more in detail with and this? What's the you know? He is tied with Zion Williamson. That's who I want to mention earlier. for first among rookies in points. My uh, brother said that Zion could make a good villain, whatever that's supposed to mean. <laughs> oh, a good Dennis Rodman typer. Yeah. The bad boy, as he's De- bad boy 2.0, perhaps. <laughs> and Jim Boylan's quote yeah. of the night that's very eloquently written was, I think he's earned it, Boylan said of White, as, which is, uh, we agree. He was probably listening to R&B and uh, slash uh, dance electronic. Uh, yeah. We agree, Boylan. Artist The weekend when he was uh, saying such things. Because he's finally come to his senses and is going to start Kobe White. I mean, again, you throw around like young and being like a rookie, you know, that that's shouldn't be like a reason to, you know, like with, uh, you know, someone as good as um, there's a reason why he's on and someone like, you know, Bulls legend. um, He's still playing. Uh, D Rose, um, you know, got uh, chances taken on him. So like, look how, how he ended up. And, uh, I was going to say something more about uh, Boylan. Oh, go. Oh, go. 
We, but, I believe we said enough. <laughs> the, yeah, this was from Embassy Sports Chicago, written by Rob Schaefer, released yeah. today. And then one bull, another bull that um, has been out, um, you know, the concern about what to do with them is um, Chandler Hutchison. Oh, yeah. Who is uh, considering to have, really highly considering having shoulder surgery soon. Yeah. So um, he'll be out indefinitely. And any update on Zach Levine? Uh, I say that he'll be out like for a month. The only thing about Levine is the one that says he's concerned about coronavirus. Oh, no. But I don't see anything about injury. The league will plan a call for Wednesday, which is the 11th. So it'll be about he's one of the NBA players that is concerned about that. But I'm not sure, but we'll keep people updated on Zach Levine's injury status. Yep, possibly in the second half of this program. Yep. So like, you know, we'll be able to um, check out more, but, on, uh, you know, external news uh, f- from the game. So, but one thing that's kind of sad is that um, on the athletic, which I, I read athletic, they do like the power rankings, just like ESPN does their NBA power rankings. Oh, cool. And they had, the Bulls ranked number 29. Oh, no. Out of 30. So, second worst. NBC uh, all over again with the uh, best uh, but, Hawks players or, of all time or what? <laughs> no, actually, I honestly cannot get too angry about the ranking because what he said in the article, because he has like a basically a little short paragraph about each team mm-hmm. and why he chose them. On one ten or whatever, and what he said about the Bulls wasn't insane because they did beat the Mavericks this week. Yes, but yeah, this past week they uh, Monday, yeah. But a lot of the stuff they're saying they have lost a lot of games and they have not impressed. And other teams, for example, like the Knicks have been playing better and stuff. That he said that he felt confident putting them a couple a little bit higher than the Bulls. So we had them number 29, and I can't remember who was last. It was not the Warriors, but I don't know. It's been... Speaking of a, a future Warrior, uh, not in the sport, um, when you said higher, it made me think back to uh, that really uh, upbeat song that uh, Miss Allie Brooke did at the House of Blues, uh, which I believe is a highlight, and one of her uh, my favorite songs that she's, yeah. new songs that she's put out. So, but the Bulls are playing this week. The Cavaliers coming schedule. Then Thursday, the Orlando Disney World Magic. <laughs> Just a reminder. And then Miami Heat on Saturday. Jimmy Buckets Butler. Cause the wait, hold up. Let me rewind. Jimmy G Buckets. This G stands for gets. They're playing the Miami Heat. Taco Burrito King. <laughs> Celtics on Sunday. It's a local uh, taco joint. Uh, Yeah. Or overall. And they're not our sponsor, but they could be. One day. (laughs) Come on board. uh, You know. But. I don't know. I think (laughs) this week, I think we can beat the Cavaliers at home. It's believable. So I'll say we beat the Cavaliers, (laughs) especially if Tristan Thompson hurt. Right. So beat the Cavaliers. The Magic, 
I think the Magic are gonna try to pull up all the stops to try to grab onto that eighth seed. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we'll beat them at Orlando. Heat, no. Celtics, no. Yeah, as we said in the last episode, that uh, you know these will be likely and unlikely uh, that we can uh, defeat on our on the road to the playoffs. You know, so if we even see the playoffs, uh, oh, for sure. So I mean, still we are with. I mean, doesn't help that we've uh, just lost once again, Let's. as we are still smack dab towards the bottom, bottom dweller at 11th, 11th in the Eastern Conference. So it's looking less likely. Grim. Although, uh, you know, grim as, uh, you know, you're welcome, NBC, a uh, former uh, one of the Show big you. shows on Friday nights. So, uh, you know, I check out for a little bit and the event was also a really good one uh on the eastern conference so yeah it's not looking uh the best for them i wouldn't well, say like too bad so to be honest i would say that the eastern conference playoffs is pretty much sewed up right unless the wizards can or hornets or one of these bottom dollar teams can heat up because once you heard once i heard during a game well, like I've been able to catch, you know, some of the other teams, uh, such as the um, Clippers and mm-hmm. uh, Lakers, and and also with uh, Raptors and. Oh yeah, we watched the Warriors game on yeah and Bucks on Saturday. Right. If you wanted to get into that, although yeah. um, what I'm about to say was, uh, you know, once you start hearing, you know, teams the announcer saying during the game, or games plural, yeah. that Bucks have clinched the playoffs. Raptors have clinched the playoffs. They're like, oh no! We start. I start sweating, and like, oh no, this well, looks less likely for us. I mean, so, look, Raptors have forty six wins. The Bulls, twenty one. So yeah. they're not even close. We're, uh, you know, we're <laughs> again. We're not Cavs bad. We're not Hawks bad. Although you know, we're, well, we're still fiddling with the look. The Pistons. I don't are know. Our, one of our, if not our biggest rivalry, the Hawks in, of all time. I have twenty wins. We rivals. have twenty one rivals. So, <laughs> the Hawks only have one less win than us, right? And the Hawks have more losses. So that's because they play more games, I guess. But I mean, I the Hawks are only one win less. That gives me the thoughts of like you know the glory you know re- most recent uh, you know. Or uh, before, you know, the most recent, uh, right before that was uh, the D Rose uh, hot streak with we got oh, to make the playoffs. Like, that was for certain, you know, that's like one of the best times for the Bulls. And looking at, you know, the whole Eastern Conference first, it was like D Rose has since the, since um, being away from the Bulls, since being uh, yeah. traded. Right? And fun fact, my brother reminded me that it was none other than Bulls official John Paxson. He's the worst. The, the enemy, the bad guy, 3.0 to be the one who traded D-Rose. So my brother said that he hates him, and especially for doing that, why wouldn't you? Well, I don't think he's very good. That's why, that's and why that I too, like him. But... On top of that, so the whole Gar Pax thing, like... <laughs> Again, we get really passionate because we love this organization because we want to do better. Although, with um, again, with the Eastern Conference, D-Rose, since leaving the Bulls, since being traded from the Bulls by Paxson, so hard to say, he's been on the teams of the Cavs. Knicks. Currently 
on the Pistons. He's on the Knicks. He was on the Knicks with Joakim Noah for a time. Yeah. And uh, we could get into that little small uh, tip on, uh, on, oh, yeah. on uh, Noah. And oh. anyone else? Any other team that was um, on, the, on the East, at least? No, I think no, that was right, it. No, right, that was it. So he's been around uh, different teams and not finding the group until now. Like, I believe, you know, again, looking back at, you know, how the Pistons are, you know, they're 13th. Although, you know, it's basically the D-Rose party. I mean, D-Rose show. Yeah. <laughs> and Drummond. So, oh, Drummond was traded, right? Yes. Or wasn't he? Yes. I no, it was. So. Oh, yeah, he was traded to Cleveland, right? Yeah, yeah. And Russ, I don't know why. That would make sense. And D-Lo for uh, Wiggins or between the... Why are they trade... The Warriors. Why are the Pistons trade Drummond to Cavaliers? That doesn't make sense. I know, right? They're a they horrible to do, team to nor- do, a worse team. Do, do less than, uh, than good, you know? Oh, well. um, poor Drummond. And, and, like, you know, Spurs. Like, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge. And, uh, you know, I was about to say Tony Parker once again. He's, he's not on Hornets, right? Or did he retire? So, I don't remember. Uh, no. Um, so, that brings us to, you know, former Bull, Bulls legend, Joe Kim Noah. Yep. He's taking his talents to L.A., the Clippers. Clippers, as he agreed to. Ten-day deal. A ten day deal. Deal. And uh what does this mean for the Clippers? Well basically they get they sat they recently had um Marcus Morris earlier and now they got Joaquin Noah as a very good bench defensive defender. Because they've been he's a little them. old now, but still he still can defend. He's like LeBron, almost like because LeBron even is a few years older than him, but uh, by a couple, and still, you know, I believe he's still good enough. At the very least, he's still, you know, in his would you say in his prime until you know, his I mean, few years. Yeah, I mean, Joe Kinoa, the heart of the Bulls. He's definitely a good there. defensive <laughs> veteran, yeah. uh, leadership experience to have on a team, and he's a good guy since two thousand seven. As the first round ninth pick overall, he's been um, one of the best. And he's actually, I was reminded by watching back some highlights of before the um, All-Star, before, uh, during the All-Star weekend with my brother that uh, Noah did make the, at least like one year, um, the All-Stars team. So Two. Uh, yeah, twice, that's for sure. So is there anything else that you want to get into for uh, well, Noah? Fun fact, his dad, Yannick Noah, was a very talented tennis player. Ooh, all right. Yeah. And speaking of talented, I was going to say that in this photo that we have of um, Noah, that he looks like a uh, an older version of Trey Young. Uh, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't think so, but maybe BJ Ben and Bulls. Just the hairstyle, you know. Oh, the hairstyle, yeah. Cause... Although, you know. I find his face let's like not, I don't see it. Yeah, let's not label anything. Yeah. That's just you know. Well, <laughs> there's that, and then we watched the that Warrior. Was February twenty fifth just passed. Yeah, we ten, watched ten the, days after mine. We watched the Warriors versus um seventy sixers game on Saturday. Yeah. Which and the it Warriors wasn't looking good. Won. I mean, either wasn't looking good. And number one, before we break down with the stats and. Players and whatnot, we um, can confirm that on the Warriors side, and I made my NBA pick'em bets. Nope. And one of the questions were, 
will the almighty Steph Curry score higher than 22 points? Yes or no? I chose yes, and that didn't matter. <laughs> Spoiler alert, because the Stephen Curry, didn't yes, play. that Steph Curry didn't play after so, all. He had zero so, points. like, that doesn't count, you know, if you put whether you put yes or no. So, that was disappointing. So, with that, you know, both sides, you know, kind of struggled with that. And uh, speaking of struggles as of late, on the 76ers side, yeah, not spoiler good. alert, they lost. Still out because both Simmons and the almighty Joel Embiid stayed out of this game as they were are still... They're too tired. <laughs> they're still out of action. So by default, they didn't get to you know, contribute at all. So again, spoiler alert, 76ers took an L as... The Warriors continue their win streak. I never know. They won, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Continue their uh, winning ways. Let's just say as of late, uh, without whether with or without Curry, with no a W as no green. Warriors won one eighteen to one fourteen. Close game. And some of the star players for the Warriors who played well, not stars, but played well, were Damian Lee. 24 points, mm-hmm. six rebounds. Uh, Eric Pascal, a lot of celebrity who's here. one of our favorites, scored 23 points. <laughs> one of my favorites, I guess. I don't know about Bailey Bull, but yeah. uh, Marquise Chris, 10 rebounds, 13 points. My guy. <laughs> D. Bailey Bull, one of his favorite players. My guy. Andrew Wiggins. My Wiggins. 10, point, 10 points. Which is not very good, but. He's he tried. He's been he's been better off. Yeah. I mean, and being just better off, uh, better in general, um, since he's been uh, and... traded and been playing um, on the Warriors. So like, it's almost like free. And I've been able to like, as you said, like apparently it was a toxic. same with the Cavs, uh, a toxic environment um, on the Timberwolves organization. Yeah, or just locker room. I don't really know, but I heard something about it. Locker room, at least. Yeah, and then so. Some of these players that I do not know, maybe Benny the Bull knows. Juan Tos- Toscano Anderson? Anderson. I don't know, sorry. Not too sure either, although he um, was, you know, for the Warriors, the starters were Wiggins, Anderson, and then, well, if you want to talk about Anderson. He Anderson. Went undrafted in 2015. Undrafted from Oakland, California. Mexican-American. Went to Marquette in Wisconsin. Played for the Golden Eagles and that. Uh, various uh, universities. And it sounds like he's on a two-way contract with Santa Cruz, too. Santa Cruz Warriors as number five forward, and then he, for the Warriors, he is number 95. Um, very high number. Yeah, um, yeah. As, uh, you know, not very often since uh, uh, Scotty Pippen, 91. And uh, as currently on the Warriors, small forward, and also as shooting guard. So, you know, one of the young guys on there. Only 26 years of age and you know so Wiggins, Toscano Anderson and my bad for uh, saying just Anderson because Juan uh, has double last name uh, Toscano Anderson which yeah. Toscano is a Italian last name and as Marquise well as Chris. Marquise Chris one of your favorites yeah Chris Chris Damian Lee and He's no good. not Trailblazer Damian Lillard or David Lee. Dam- this Damian has his name spelled with an O and, and as well as Michael 
Or Michael Which, Mulder. I don't know about him, Ader. As a guard. Uh, little just, info. Canada. Canadian. And that's uh, it. Nationality. And he is only 25 years old. And number 15. 185 pounds. A point guard. And that's all I know, sorry. <laughs> it didn't say anything else. So, yeah, well, I mean, although, you know, Eric Pascal He's definitely good. had a good game. Number seven. And he, uh, 29 minutes with 23 points, three rebounds, and six assists. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole, not too bad. With yeah, 11 points. points uh, 20 minutes game and with one rebound and two assists. Dragon Bender, 10 points. Dragon Bender, that's a cool name. Yeah. only With only 13 minutes. So. Yeah, Makoka that's impressive. Giving Makoka a run for his money. Let's see. And the, next game is. the final player we did not mention was Chasen Randall with three points, one rebound, one assist, and limited minutes. And no, he's not brothers with Julius Randall. I don't think so, no. Yeah. Watch. Uh, oh my goodness, he is. <laughs> you know, we yeah. do you know further research. We'll find out. We'll find out one day. <laughs> and for the 76ers, no Embiid, no Simmons. Yep. Just a reminder, you know, the two star players weren't there. Although, let's not... Um, discredit these as the starters for the Sixers were Harris, Tobias Harris, Mike, Mike Scott, Scott, Al Horford, Shake, Shake Milton, Milton, and Matisse and Thibel. Matisse Thibel. Very cool names. And Shake Milton. <laughs> That's cool. Man. Some Milton shakes. Write that down somewhere. <laughs> I gotta pay tribute to him and uh, for. A milkshake. And <laughs> just kidding. The and, highlights. Uh, uh, yeah, highlights. Uh, Horford had a good game. Points. Milton had a good game as well. Harris had a good game. Glenn Robinson, Robinson the third, the third, um, had a good game as well as yes. Horford once again. Harris, you did you say him? <laughs> yeah, he had game. a really game. As uh, Harris actually had a very very good game as he is top scoring with yeah. thirty five minutes in the game for was he top score of the even, game uh, yes and four rebounds with twenty four points oh we tired of Damian Lee but Damian Lee um you know Scott with nine points Middle, Milton again with fourteen points yeah Scott as, almost double double as well as Thibault only seventeen minutes in the game with one rebound run one rebound stumbling. Uh, three assists as well as five and points. Ugh, a lot of cool names. Alec Books, eleven Books. points. Yeah. The veteran they got recently on the, after the trade deadline. Number nineteen, Raul Nato. Nito Neto, eleven points too. Neto, and rounds with Jared Leto. The unbelievably talented Furkan. That's Corkmaz. Three points. That Joker. What assist? Free rebounds. He lit it up with yeah. his free points. Korkmaz. Although Glenn the Turkish Robinson, player. Robinson the third just uh, chumped him just a little bit. But I like Furkan Korkmaz, so that's why. He was a first round pick um, yeah. at the 26th. So, you know. And I apologize, but my cat, Lachlan, is wanting it to be. Yeah, attention. It's not. Uh, it wasn't inspired by uh, the artist uh, Sarah McLachlan, right? No, because yeah. in the eyes of the angel, that was the name we got him at the shelter, Lachlan. So we just kept. Oh, it. all right. We like I the mean, name. Whoever so. named uh, it, 
was probably a they fan did, of, yeah. of that. And also with the former uh, commercials, ads for uh, the uh, Humane Society or the uh, ASPCA had that uh, as a theme song. So that's why I thought of that. Anyway, uh, back to the game. <laughs> so, I mean, the slow things that we don't really look at is the averages and the stats. So yeah. I don't know if you want to also look yeah. into it. So, I mean, who looked better, though, with the I mean, field goals? It looks pretty similar. Almost, uh, yeah. Almost similar. Almost similar. Just, you know, here. Basically, the Sixers out-rebounded the Warriors by a little, but not by a lot. The stuff's all pretty similar. Fifty-five percent field goals uh, on the Warriors side, and then forty-eight point well, eight. The the Sixers. The so. the only real advantage the Sixers had was more rebounding, and they outshot free throws by a lot against the Warriors. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that's and, really it. And again, you know, that brings up like the whole like polar, uh, whatever you want to yeah. call it, like polarity for with um, you know, it could be. A game where, you know, Bull, Zach Levine just, you know, he recently did, what was it, 40 points or 41 points? Yeah. And, you know, I believe they still lost with that. And similar, um, not too long ago, they had a game where uh, uh, they played the Timberwolves and uh, T-Wolf. I was about to say Wiggins, that's my boy. Although, um, Carl Anthony Towns dropped a... 100. Uh, close. <laughs> just about uh, less than half of that with <laughs> 40 points and uh, you know the T-Wolves still lost as the Bulls had a good game and um, you know the T-Wolves had to follow a lot in order to you know get remotely closer to um, catching up to the Bulls because that night the Bulls were too much and I, again I was present at that game and I know we brought that game recently and, uh, so yeah, that that one def those two examples definitely stood out. Um, if you're talking about like you know, because the T Wolves generally and with that game they are not evenly the points are not evenly distributed as um you know it's Towns being the scoring um a whole bunch and Wiggins you know behind him and uh, you know if you mention uh, one more player that's behind that so like you know um, the Bulls have been better about that because you know most times as of late we've been able to see the stats and um you know each player scored at least you know a a point or two so um yeah what can i say like you know the bulls definitely are gelling um you know with especially with veterans such as you know you put Cornette in there um who's um we would know that's injured although you know um Fairly recently, Cornette, Otto OP, uh, right. OP Jr., um, Levine, and uh, Young, you know, that that Young, he's... Felicia. It's definitely, and Felicia, let's not forget about our boy, like, those few, those guys are um, important to the team, and so, you know, just leverage having, like, you know, even, like, two of them, you know, definitely um, is beneficial to a team, so... Well, thanks for listening to this first the basketball segment. And the next segment we're talking about is on Chicago Wolves game I attended against Rockford Icehawks. Yep. Also, hockey. The end up, and also the Blackhawks versus San Jose Sharks upcoming game on Wednesday. Men's golf and men's golf a- and also NWSL. We believe 
She believes. Or sorry, she believes. No problem. Uh, she believes cup. Cup, which is happening, and the she believes summit is coming up soon. So and I'm excited to get into that. Soon. Also, Italian soccer has been definitely put on hold due to coronavirus. I saw that in an article. Hey, this is CJ Hawk, and this segment I'm going to be doing without DJ Benny the Bull. It's just a segment that I'm going to be doing by myself. And this segment is going to be previewing the Manchester City versus Arsenal football match tomorrow, which is going to be Wednesday, March 11th, 2020, at 3 o'clock Central Time. And I'm excited for this match because Manchester City and Arsenal are my two favorite Premier League football teams, especially Manchester City. They're my favorite Probably my favorite football club in any football league. And Manchester City is currently in second place in the Premier League standings behind Liverpool by a lot. They're really far behind Liverpool. Liverpool has 82 points and Manchester City has 57. But Manchester City has won two in a row Premier League titles. So it's not completely devastating that this year they will not win. Still, second place is very good. And I'm not angry about that. Especially since up until the past two weeks, maybe even less, last week, Liverpool was basically unbeatable. They had not lost a game all season. Only only one draw. So they had not lost a single match until recently where they've lost a few in a row so Liverpool still is far ahead due to their early season and most of the season success so they're they basically guaranteed to win the Premier League title so Arsenal is coming to play at Etihad Stadium home of Manchester City and Manchester City as I said a couple of minutes ago they're start. They're kind of in a tough point right now, playing kind of so-so, not great. This kind of middle of the road of as of late, but they're better than Arsenal, in my view. And Arsenal is kind of vulnerable, especially right now. So Manchester City should be able to get the W, but they've been very inconsistent. So we'll have to see what happens. And some injury reporting is that it looks like Kevin De Bruyne, who is one of my favorite players on the team, one of their best goal scorers, he will maybe play on Wednesday. It's not completely sure yet due to his shoulder. He's had a shoulder injury. He's been kept out of action for a little bit. He might play, but head, but uh, Manchester City manager... Pep Guardiola said that he could play, but they're not sure yet. So we'll have to see what they decide before tomorrow's match. And Aramic Laporte remains sidelined with a thigh injury. And Sergio Aguero, who is my favorite player on the team, is being assessed after he had to leave the Manchester Derby on Saturday.
which they lost. No, Sunday. Sunday, which they lost 2-0 to Manchester United. And Manchester City, they've had good success against Arsenal in the past. According to Sky Sports, they've won their last six matches against Arsenal at all competitions. Their best winning streak against the Gunners. And interesting fact, Pep Guardiola, as the boss of Manchester City, has never lost at Etihad Stadium against Arsenal in his career. So the Manchester City is undefeated against Arsenal at home. But Arsenal has been very good on the road as of late. They've won their last seven away league games with each of the last five in a row ending level. So Manchester City coming good on the road. Now they have to go at home. So Arsenal's success on the road, could that get them the W? We'll have to see. But I think that Manchester City is going to hold serve and beat Arsenal just because I hope they beat them because I'm a fan of both teams. But I want Manchester City to do well. And my favorite players I said at Manchester City is Sergio Aguero. And on Arsenal, it's Pierre-Emerick Evian. I'm butchering his name, but I honestly don't know how to say it. And he's from, he's French and Gabonese. He plays for the Gabon national team. And he's one of my favorite strikers in all football. Excellent, one of the best score scorers in all of the Premier League. And also internationally as well. He's definitely one of the best. But just him cannot lead Arsenal to a victory over Manchester City. So we'll have to see how the match goes. And Kevin De Bruyne, if he plays, will give Manchester City a good boost. If he doesn't play... I think that Arsenal won't have enough and Manchester City will beat them. And Manchester City, as you may have heard, has recently been in the news for the wrong reasons having to do with being accused by different leagues, different kind of like boss, like uh, FIFA, that Manchester City has been using too much of their sponsorship money and... I don't think of it as a big deal, but there could be people who think of it as a big deal, especially if Manchester City gets suspensions or loses the opportunity to play in different tournaments. And also it looks like in our injury report that Leroy Sané is ready to play against Arsenal, which is very good. He's got to play because he's one of my favorites too. Let's see if he can come back. Because he has not played since months ago. I think since September. So we'll have to see how he looks in return to form. Will he look good? Or will it take him some matches to get back? Which most likely it will. Because when you're out that long, it's definitely difficult to be automatically ready to go in a Premier League match against top flight competition. And Manchester City, their upcoming schedule, once they finish playing Arsenal tomorrow at 2.30 Central Time, they head to play uh, on January, no, 
March 14th. They play. We'll have to see. We'll have to see who's Manchester City going to play. Let's make it more dramatic. They play Burnley FC at home, 10 a.m. And Burnley FC is one of the worst teams in the Premier League. Well, actually, no. I was talking about a different one. Burnley FC is actually not that bad. They're 10th. So they're basically 500 in the Premier League, which is totally fine. They're not going to be demoted to the next league. So, And 10 gets them some kind of success, which is totally good for them. But they play Burnley FC at Etihad Stadium. And then once they play Burnley FC, they go back to the Champions League round of 16, leg 2 of 2 against Real Madrid. And their match after that was postponed against Chelsea. I'm not sure why, but there is a reason for it, I guess. And on their schedule, it looks like there's a few games that have been postponed. Could it be due to the coronavirus? Because I read an article talking about how, for example, like I said in the first segment that I did of DJ Benning the Bull, at the end of the segment, that Italian leagues looks like the games are going to be postponed and canceled definitely due to coronavirus. And an article I saw on Sky Sports, Pep Guardiola interview, said that he could see it happening, the Premier League matches upcoming. The fans won't be there, only the players, due to not wanting to spread the coronavirus. And I've been reading articles on the coronavirus talking about how huge stadiums is not good and there could be dangerous. So, let's, for example, I've seen concerts have been canceled, big tours have been canceled. There hasn't really been any sports canceled in the United States besides internationally in Italy where they canceled Italian football. But if it starts to get worse, we could maybe see there's to be some postponed. But I don't know if, for example, the NFL or MLB wouldn't want to cancel or postpone any games because that would be a disaster. But... We'll have to see what the doctors say and what they basically decide to do. But I hope nothing's canceled. And so Manchester City, let's hope they can beat Arsenal tomorrow, then Burnley FC, then Real Madrid in the Champions League. And Manchester City has an opportunity to beat Liverpool on April 5th. That's the last time they play Liverpool this season. And their, their upcoming schedule is not bad. Once they finish placing Arsenal, Burnley FC, Real Madrid, and Liverpool, the rest of the teams they play, for example, Southampton, Newcastle, Brighton, Bournemouth, Watford, and North City are all pretty bad. So maybe Manchester City can win some more matches and say somewhat close to Liverpool. But even if they win all those matches, I don't think it's going to matter because Liverpool is too far ahead. And my Aunt Linda is a huge fan of Premier League, especially she's a huge fan of Liverpool. So she's very excited that Liverpool is going to win the Premier League for sure. 
And I'll have to talk to her later to get her thoughts on how Liverpool has looked as of late because they have been playing not as great recently. They have lost to, in the Premier League, lost to Watford, 3-0. And that's the only team they lost to in the Premier League, but they have lost in, for example, FA Cup fifth round. They lost to Chelsea. And they also lost to Atletico Madrid in the Champions League round of 16, League 1 of 2. And they play tomorrow in the second leg, UA Champions League round of 16 against Atletico Madrid. So if Liverpool scores, for example, two goals and Atletico Madrid steals nil, then Liverpool will advance to the quarterfinals. But if, for example, Liverpool scores one goal and Atletico Madrid scores two goals, then Atletico Madrid will go. So we'll have to see. Because that's the one thing that soccer or football has that's different than a lot of sports is they have it based on the previous match. So it could be, let's say, Liverpool... Let's say it's a different score. Let's say Atletico Madrid scored two. And in the second game... Liverpool scored one and beat them 1-0, you'd think, oh, Liverpool advanced. But no, Atletico Madrid would still have more goals than Liverpool, so they would advance to the quarterfinals, not Liverpool. But I think Liverpool could beat Atletico Madrid, but we'll have to see, because that's also a good team as well. And I don't know a lot about Atletico Madrid, so I'm not going to say anything really about them, because I don't know. Any of the players are really. Well, I probably do, but I'd have to see their roster. Well, that's my talk on Manchester City for this segment on the Bowen Hawk Sports Show, episode 9. And I'm CJ Hawk. And stay tuned for some more segments, especially with DJ Benny the Bull upcoming. We're going to be discussing our thoughts on my adventure to see the Chicago Wolves versus Rockford Icehogs game, which was on Sunday, March 8th. And also we're going to talk about the NWSL women's soccer and what's happening in there. And also we're going to talk about some more information and, in, for example, basketball and also the Blackhawks versus Sharks game tomorrow, Wednesday, March 11th. Excited for that one. That game's going to be on NBC Sports Chicago. No, actually not Chicago. It's going to be on this plain old NBC Sports, so the big one. So Sharks, Blackhawks, and neither team has very performed very well this season to their expectations. People thought the Blackhawks would play better. The season and maybe the Sharks would as well, but neither one's played very explosively. And the Sharks have lost three in a row, and Blackhawks have also been pretty lackluster. So I'll have to see how they do. But the last time they played was on November 5th, which the Sharks won 4 2. And I'm going to discuss more about this game when DJ Benny the Bull is able to join me. So 
we have more of a back and forth, two people talking. And thanks for joining me for this segment on Manchester City and their upcoming match against the Arsenal Gunners. Hey, it's CG Hawk, co-host of the Bull and Hawk Sports Show. I have some very bad, tragic news that I need to share with the fans. I earlier today, which is March 10th, 2020, I did a segment, a 15-minute segment on the upcoming Manchester City versus Arsenal Gunners match tomorrow afternoon at. 2.30 p.m. Central Time. And I did a nice preview, looked at stats, looked at injury reports, looked at past matches that Manchester City and Arsenal have played, looked at the head coach Pep Guardiola at Manchester City, his success at home against Arsenal, where he's been undefeated as the head coach, Mary Andrew, of Manchester City. He's never lost at home at Etihad Stadium to the Gunners. Looked at injury reports, for example, Kevin Joyna, he might have played. There's about 60% chance him playing, 40% no. Looked at Sergio Aguero, why was he removed from the Manchester Derby on Sunday against Manchester United. Also looked at injuries, and for example, Leroy Sané, who has been out since August. He's going to make his first game back for Manchester City. Looked at just more information surrounding the match and looked at also Champions League info on Liverpool and their match against Atletico Madrid. Which that, as far as I know, Manchester City and Arsenal, the game that I previewed for this segment has been cancelled due to the coronavirus so the match will not take place. And in an article, it says that it looks like the main reason for this is that some players on both teams had met with someone who was diagnosed with the coronavirus. So due to that fact, they decided to postpone, cancel the match. So the Manchester City versus Arsenal game will not take place tomorrow afternoon at 2.30 p.m. So it's been canceled. And the Atletico Madrid versus Liverpool match, I have not heard anything about it being cancelled. So that match might still take place, which is the one I talked about for the Champions League. But Manchester City cancelled. So I think I'm still going to release this segment for episode 9 of the Bullhawk Sports Show just because I spent a lot of time on it. And even though the match won't happen, there's still insight and information that can be looked at through to future matches in Premier League if they happen and there's still information that's vital to know about even though the match won't take place so that's the kind of annoying sad news I have to share with the fans of our podcast here on Bullhawk Sports Show but more positive news Tomorrow, I'm going to be interviewing my mom, 
who is the golf expert or golf insider on men's golf to talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational, both her thoughts, how did she think of Terrell Haddon, the winner of the Arnold Palmer Invitational, what she think of his performance, also looking at what was she super excited that Niall Horan, who is the manager for Terrell Haddon, his first he picked up his first PGA win, so Niall got his first PGA tour as a manager, agent, W, so that's great. So shout out to Niall, and also shout out to Terrell Haddon on his PGA tour, W. And also, DJ Brandon Bull and I probably, for the last segment of episode 9, we're going to talk about my experience at the Chicago Wolves versus Rockford Icehogs game because we didn't get a chance to talk about that on yesterday and also talk about some more for example NWSL information that very important that DJ Benable needs to talk about and also we'll discuss the Chicago Bulls versus Cleveland Cavaliers game and then we'll also discuss tomorrow's Chicago Blackhawks versus San Jose Sharks match on NBC Sports. And thanks for listening to this short five minute kind of announcement that needed to be made. So thanks for tuning in. And we'll get some more segments out released for episode nine shortly. It's been an awesome episode 9 here on the Bull and Hawk Sports Show. Before we go, have a few quick announcements to go over before we end this week's episode. First, I want to talk about Bull star Zach Levine. He's missed a few games due to a quad injury that he got during the New York Knicks game, which was a couple of weekends ago. And it looked like he was going to be able to come back next week. So from this article on Clutch Sports was on the 10th. So when it was written then, it looked like in a week he's going to be able to come back from the quad injury. But due to some breaking news, explosive stories, stuff that we'll definitely get into in episode 10, uh, Zach Levine is injury is now not important. Just it's, hopefully he can get better for next season because the story that we're going to talk about for episode 10 will explain why Zach Levine just needs to get healthy for next season, not the rest of this season. And then once we get past that story, the other story I want to talk about is a soccer tournament that occurred from March 5th to March 11th, so over a week, which is called the She Believes Cup, an Invitational Women's Association football tournament held in the U.S. in March. And it's been around since 2016. So one, two, three, four, five She Believes Cups have occurred. And the 2020 tournament field included England, Japan, Spain, United States, and... 
of the teams, England and the United States have been active in every single She Leagues Cup so far. And this is Japan's second She Believe Cup and Spain's first She Believes Cup. So that was the first time entering. And basically went according to plan. But DJ Benny the Bull is going to discuss more in depth on the goals scored, who is playing really well, who might not played well. He'll go into discussion in that because I didn't get to watch any of the matches. He did. So he knows a lot more about the She Believes Cup. So that's his forte. So episode 10, he'll go more in depth on what took place. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode 9 of the Bullhog Sports Show. Episode 10 is definitely going to be a lot different of a format based on what's happening with the coronavirus. And we're going to have to maybe come up with some new ideas, new stories for what we're going to talk about. Because some events that we've been looking at have had to be canceled or postponed due to coronavirus fears and safety precautions. For example, the March Madness tournament, which is going to happen next week, there's not going to be any fans. And that's kind of ridiculous. So most likely it's going to end up probably being postponed. I don't know why they would not postpone it. Because if there's no fans... What's the point of having the tournament take place? So thanks for tuning in and see you next time here on the Bull and Hawk Sports Show.